Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten. And I'm Marvin Williams. And today is episode 68, continuing in that list of names in Hebrews 11. And another judge for us today, Barak, is who we're focusing on. Barak, Barak. And so, um, so again, we, we, we're, we're, going through these judges, some are major judges, some are minor judges, judges, not because of importance, but because of the, the, um, the geography that's given to them or mm-hmm. the space that's given to them. So, but let me ask a question. When have you been reluctant or eager to share the spotlight with another person? Hmm. Okay. This makes me think of when I was in high school, And I was in the musical productions that we did. My senior year, we did Oliver. And now now it just makes me giggle, honestly. But (laughs) I um, was Widow Corny, if you know Oliver. She runs the orphanage. And then Mr. Bumble, what is he? He was like some sort of government official who supervises. Well, anyway, they're the comic characters in the whole musical. Widow Corny, who becomes Mrs. Bumble, I'll give it away, and Mr. Bumble. So my friend Rick and I, we were these characters, and we thought we were amazing. (laughs) I distinctly remember after a scene, and we did get to do the fun comic scene. So people are laughing and just applauding, and we would go off after our scene, and we'd be like, we are going to Broadway! I just remember we were so, and it does make me laugh now, because we really thought we were just incredible, and they love us! They really love us! So... I would, again, just like the last episode, I want to see... I want to see the dancing, and now I want to see the the Broadway production. <laughs> so mine is a little different. Um, I, I and and I don't know if it's more serious. It's like I don't like sharing the spotlight with someone who is not going to give me credit for my ideas. Oh. <laughs> like if it was my like I I uh, this a number of years ago um, I had an idea for a team of people to go see a movie. And um, so we can talk about the movie, discuss it. And, um, and, and everybody thought it was a great idea. And yet when it was presented to everyone, it was as if it was that person's idea. Oh, and yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, oh, so you feel my pain. I so. do, I do. <laughs> so, so in that case, I'm kind of reluctant. Um, but eager if individuals will share the spotlight. Call me petty. Call me an individual who like like you know. Uh, I can relate. I, I it, it's nice to get credit it, it, for it, it what is you've nice done. To get credit. Yes. And yes. again, being an Enneagram three, it's like yes, I mm-hmm. I want it's extra important. I, yes, yes. Yeah. So, well, why are we talking about this? We're talking about this because this story about Barack. Um, is a, a story about um, not only credit, credit going to um, individuals or credit not going to him for a battle, credit going to a female, a woman, 
Um, but ultimately, the credit going to God mm-hmm. for um, the, the the battle, uh, for winning the battle. And so we are we we are in this um, in this cycle again. The people of God they sin, they do evil in the sight of God. God raises up a uh, he raises up the Canaanites, another enemy of is the Israelites. And again, they they harass the people of God. The people of God cry out to him and God raises up a, um, a deliverer. But this time God raises up a woman by the name of Deborah. Mm-hmm. And Deborah is, is a full-fledged deliverer, a full-fledged judge that God says, I want to use you to rate, uh, to deliver my people from the Canaanites. And this, I love this about God. There, there is no discrimination in God's economy. Yep. He raises up men. He raises up women to do his work, to accomplish his purposes. And, um, and I love that. But- but there is something about Barak that we need to talk about. Yeah, because Barak is the one that's listed in Hebrews 11 and not Deborah. Yeah, that's... So um, we often, we encourage people to use the discovery Bible study method when they're reading a passage of scripture with others. And one of those questions in there we can be, what do you like about the passage? What is confusing about the passage? And the what is confusing about the passage, <laughs> I have two with this one, because... Yeah, why why did the writer of Hebrews decide to highlight Barak instead of Deborah? Yeah. It's, it's it, that's very confusing. It's, it is confusing. And then the other thing, and this may be you've referenced your Enneagram, the Enneagram one in me, I also noticed, okay, so last episode we talked about Gideon because he was listed first. His story is Judges six through eight. Deborah and Barack's story is Judges 4 and 5. Huh? Why? Why mix up the order? <laughs> why, why, why it's not in order? As an and, I, and it one, does bother like, me a little bit. Okay. And I I truly couldn't come up with an answer. I don't know. I, and I don't have if an answer it, either. I don't, I don't know if it was just the writer of Hebrews as he's, uh, or he or she is writing this, you know, it probably this is what came to mind first, as opposed to um, the actual chronological order that we see in um, in the book of Judges. So I don't I don't know the reasons why um, it could very well be that's what came up in the writer's mind and began jotting it down mm-hmm. and not really worried about the chronological order and probably more after the substance more than the chronological order. Yeah. So then back to that other question of why Barack instead of Deborah? Because when you read Judges 4 and 5, well, even my Bible, the heading of the ads, (laughs) which is not God's words, but the publisher of the Bible, lists Deborah first, Deborah and Barack. Deborah is clearly the judge. But that does make me think, okay, Deborah and another character we'll talk about, another woman we'll talk about, really are the quote unquote heroes, the more dominant. Absolutely. do more stuff than yeah, Barack yeah. does in the story. But there is something that Barack does. Yeah. That and that's what we have to figure out. Yeah. Why why what does Barack do that reflects that faith, which is what we're talking about through this whole series. So be, before we we dive into that, I, I want to let um our listeners know that Deborah is not a punishment for failure in male leadership. 
So there are individuals who say, well, well, since Barack didn't go, um, God chose Deborah. He accommodated again. No, it's Deborah is clearly the judge here. Mm -hmm. And and so she is not a punishment. She is not a second class citizen. She is not God's second choice Mm -hmm. because Barack wouldn't um, he wouldn't go by himself. So I want to kind of clear the air there because there are some individuals who look at Deborah as not a a powerful woman or to look at her as somehow God's accommodation mm-hmm. for the failure of male leadership and that is not that is not the case but i do see here is that 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 Barack is chosen by Deborah mm-hmm. um because he's brave and there there is a a bravery in him even though there's a weakness in him as well um i think there is also he he's a He's a military leader. Mm-hmm. And so so it's not just, you know, Barack going by himself. Barack is saying, hey, I think we can do this together. And and even in knowing my strengths and knowing my weaknesses, self-awareness is a big deal, yep. is I, I know my strengths. I'm aware of my weaknesses. God knows our strengths. He knows our weaknesses. And, um, and Barack says, hey, listen, I don't want to go without you. And it could be, some scholars believe that Barack needed, like Gideon, a tangible sign and expression of God's presence. And Deborah being the judge represented that sign for Barack, that mm-hmm. God would be with uh, with them. And so so I think I think there's this sense where where Barack says, I, I don't want to go by myself. I I want a sign of God's presence. And Deborah, you're the sign of God's presence, and I think we can do this together. And um, we we talk about it all the time. We're better. We, what we're better together. We're better together. It is an example <laughs> of that, and and we know that's true. Right. Like doing something together, whether that's serving in ministry, whether that is facing a crisis, whether that's coming together and praying for each other, all of that. There is power in togetherness. Those strengths and weaknesses of the strengths and weaknesses of each other, um, supporting each other, and so we do see a great yeah. example of that. Here. And, and I want to, and again, this we didn't we didn't even discuss this, but I want to take a moment here to affirm you, to affirm you are you know you are one of the Debras of our our team. We are better because of you. We are better because of Belinda. We're better because of Anne. Uh, the way your mind works and um, and the way you focus on the details. I am better because of you. And um, you shore up, you know, some of my weaknesses. You shore up a lot of our weaknesses. And, um, and so I, I want to affirm God's gifting in you because um, we truly are a better staff. We are a better strategic leader team because of you being a part of that team. And so we didn't we didn't talk about that. We but did I, not talk and, about that. And well, I, thank but you. I want to affirm that in you. Thank you. And and so we do see Deborah and Barack. I'm just gonna. <laughs> how do we? Yeah, how, do we how do we go? <laughs> uh, we do see Deborah and Barack head into battle. Yeah. Um, and as you mentioned, Barack does show well. Well. He wants Deborah to come with him, and whether that you know that's that tangible representation of God's presence, we do see him say some things that are faith-filled. Yep. Um, in chapter four, verse fifteen, uh, he acknowledges 
there it is, um, that that the Lord is the one who does the does the action. Like yeah. he knows he's the military leader, but he really knows it's God in charge. Yeah. Um, he describes that God is the one in verse 23 who subdued Jabin as he is, he sends this initial message um, to the leader, like, hey, could we just work this out? Sort of a situation right, <laughs> instead right, of going right. into battle and says, right. here, you know, we're coming and our God does this stuff. He takes, you know, he goes before us and he's the one that is doing the work. So we do see Barak having, uh, being filled of faith as he thinks about the past and God's actions yeah. in providing for them. I, I think also a couple of, couple of things that um, to highlight, you highlighted it um, the last episode with Gideon in Hebrews chapter 11 and verses 33 and 32 through 34, um, they were made strong uh, out of weakness. And I think we, Barak is another example of being made strong out of weakness. And so that is what faith is, is allowing God to take our weaknesses and make uh, weaknesses and make us strong. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that I, I think is admirable is when Barak says to Deborah, I won't go and fight this battle without you. And then Deborah says, okay, I'll go with you, but know that you will not receive the honor. And it was almost as if Barak says, Okay. No big deal. It's no yeah. big deal. Like, like we're doing this, we're doing this together. And he goes countercultural because culturally speaking, that would have been um a shame. That mm -hmm. that would have been shameful for a man not to win the battle or to go into battle. And Barack says, it doesn't matter. I'm willing to share the spotlight mm -hmm. um, with someone other than myself. And I'm willing to share the spotlight with a powerful and strong woman. And I love, I love that about him. And I think his story is, um, again, it's, it's, um, it, it is uh, a model for all of us, um, a model of humility. Uh, a model of of depending on God, a model of here's my weakness. When I'm weak, as Paul says, that's when I'm strong. Mm -hmm. And so I love that, uh, love that about him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we see after the victorious battle, when he, it says that Deborah and Barak sing this song, yeah. and we have the lyrics. We Are we going to sing? No, because we don't know okay. the tune. <laughs> Thankfully, we don't know the tune. <laughs> but you, you were headed to Broadway, so. Yes, but it, I should also add that uh, the Widow Corny was an old lady and every, <laughs> this is another part of my uh, illustrious musical careers. I was always cast as an old lady. I don't know what that says about when a high school girl wow. is always an old lady, but the, the freedom is then you can sing like an old lady and you're supposed to sound a little old lady-ish. Okay. So, okay. so we're not going to sing. So we are not going okay. to sing, but we can look at the words that they sang, um, which again is giving credit to God in verse four, when they say, um, Lord, when you came from Seir, when you marched from the fields of yeah, Edom, yeah, the earth yeah. trembled, the skies poured rain and the clouds poured water. There is full acknowledgement that it was God who was, the one behind the victory. Yeah, yeah. Um, we skipped over, which we can hit on. There, There is another hero, another female hero in the story. When Deborah alluded to that, she didn't know what the circumstances might be, but um, the so the battle is waging. The king- Sisera. Sisera escapes from the battlefield, yep. goes to a tent to just take a, take a rest. JL, JL welcomes JL, in. Yep, and- um, 
and th- this is kind of morbid and it's kind of gruesome gory but- and she recognizes that um that he's the king of the Canaanites and she takes a tent peg and drives it through his temple and there you have it another another woman in this story um is considered a hero she's the one that actually takes down the king and so it's interesting that there this this three these three individuals this Three braid this cord of three mm-hmm. um, work together. Two women, one man, and um, and they win the battle. Obviously, giving credit to God. The song is all about giving credit to God. Oh, yes, even though God used three individuals who are weak and broken and flawed, and yet um, He uses all three of them to accomplish His purposes. And goes back to the. The, the phrase, we truly are better together, mm-hmm. truly are better together. Mm-hmm. So Hebrews 11 lists Barak. So what can we believe about <laughs> God, ourselves and others from this story of Barak and Deborah and Jael? And Deborah and Jael. I, yeah, I, think, I think God God uses, desires to use everyone. Mm-hmm. He desires to use men and women and children and teenagers and those who have um, physical disabilities and um, those who are emotionally impaired. He desires to use everyone. And as we give our weaknesses to him, um, he will turn those weaknesses into um, into strength. And so, um, so, yeah, I think he desires to use all of us in a way to accomplish his purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, and we didn't mention this, but I will, because this backs up what you were saying as well. The first line of their song, verse two, it says, when the leaders lead in Israel, when the people volunteer, blessed be the Lord. Or another version said, when the people willingly offer themselves. Yeah. And that is our role, Yeah, is to offer ourselves to God's service. And then he goes before us. We saw that with Gideon. We've saw it with all of the episodes previously. God leading the way, what's our job? To offer ourselves and he will, and he will guide us through. And, and I'm also going to say, I, what can I believe about God? I can believe that it, it's okay for me not to understand everything about God <laughs> okay. and the yeah. Bible. Yeah, like the, why is the order mixed up in Hebrews 11? <laughs> I don't know. And I'm okay with that. Why? I would have picked Deborah, but the writer of Hebrews picked Barak. And, and I can choose to be okay with that. I can believe that, okay, and it did make me dig a little bit more and pay more attention to Barack in yeah, this story. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's good. I can, I can believe that there are things I'm not going to understand, but I can, that can cause me to um, dive deeper and trust God more. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And friends, lock arms with someone who you might not typically lock arms with to accomplish the purposes of God and watch God do something, turn the all of your weaknesses into a strength uh, for his purpose and for his glory so that he gets the credit mm-hmm. for winning the victories uh, in our lives. Yeah, good stuff. Thank you for listening. Um, if you have not rated or reviewed the podcast, would you take a moment to do that? That really helps other people find the podcast and uh, we would appreciate your help. 